Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year And to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey, listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Foe, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Osiris. Friendly podcast on tour. It's just Meg and I today. 
Brian mm -hmm. is what Milwaukee. We'll get to yeah. that. we'll get to that. Everybody probably knows why, but we'll talk about that in a second. And so it's just you and I. And we have a couple guests that we're going to bring on in a minute. Um, I'm excited to talk to them about last night's show in Toronto. Yeah, me Hello. too. And we're right on time because we didn't have to wait for them. <laughs> yeah, everybody was early. <laughs> Let's see, you know, so it started well. Let's see if we can train wreck this thing, right? Yeah, um, exactly. First of all, uh, Megan, do you want to uh, tell them about one of our sponsors, Passion House Coffee? Absolutely. As you know, here at Osiris, we are powered by a few things. We're powered by music. Here at the Helping Friendly Pod, we're powered by friendship. And of course, we're powered by coffee. That's really how we get out of bed every morning and do everything we need to do. And you know, here at Osiris, we are always drinking Passion House. Jonathan's drinking it right now, probably out of a cool mug. Yeah. And yeah, as I a lot of you may have known, we have our own blend of coffee now, the Ocean of Osiris. Wow, that is a cool mug, Jonathan. Is it dinosaurs? It's dinosaurs theme? from the campground we stayed in when we got curveballed. Wow. Okay. So it's got some history to it too. I yeah. love that. There's always a story for a good mug. So Stop check it. out Passion House Coffee today and you can get some of our new coffee, the Ocean of Osiris coffee. And you can also use the code Osiris and you're going to get free shipping on every order. So that's a code you can use over and over again. And we also have a contest that we've been running all summer long. And for each fish show, we're giving away bags of Ocean of Osiris coffee. So you can tag Ocean of Osiris and Passion House Coffee and Osiris Pod, and you can get a free bag of coffee every time Fish plays an ocean song. So I'm sure this weekend in Alpine, there will be a lot of ocean songs. We do not have a winner from Toronto, so we've got extra coffee ready for you for Alpine this weekend. <laughs> so be listening and tag us and get some free coffee from us. Is there such a thing as extra coffee, or is it just coffee we haven't got to yet? It's just coffee waiting to be drunk. <laughs> Drank? Drunk? Yeah. yeah. Had? Hey, everybody, listen to the shows this weekend. <laughs> get your Twitters ready and uh, get yourself some coffee. It's terrific. That is actually what I'm drinking right now is the Ocean of Osiris coffee. It's pretty rad. Um, let's see. We have a couple other things to tell you about. Brian, of course, and RJ both are absent because they are in Milwaukee. And tonight, this very night, so if you are watching us live you are in the area for the Alpine shows or you just live in Milwaukee and for some reason don't want to go to Alpine or whatever, I don't care. That's your business. But uh, <laughs> they are hosting a very special event with Riley Walker at the Cooperage in Milwaukee tonight, August 11th, right the night before the Alpine Valley shows. Brian and RJ will be interviewing Riley and then he will play a set of music and uh, it's going to be an amazing night. And we hope that you are on your way there. Or maybe it's a little early to be on your way, but you know what I mean. We hope you'll be coming out and uh, supporting this. You can go to osirispod.com slash Milwaukee for tickets. Uh, support for this podcast and this event comes from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. Found on the dial at 88.9 FM, Radio Milwaukee helps its listeners discover new music across genres with its two unique radio channels, 88.9 and Hyphen. 
88.9 is an alternative alternative station playing all kinds of music. Hyphen is one of the first urban alternative stations in the country, focused on playing all types of black music. Throughout its 15 years on the air, Radio Milwaukee stations have been the first in the country to play artists like Lizzo, Alabama Shakes, James Vincent McMurrow, Valerie June, and more. Both stations just add, both stations add just released music every week. They have gender balanced playlists and amplified Milwaukee-based artists. Listen online at radiomilwaukee.org or through Radio Milwaukee mobile app. And on Wednesday, August thirty-first. This needs a throat clearing before, huh? This is like a big thing. <laughs> well, you know, it's a little <laughs> But on Wednesday, August 31st, we, and by we, I include me, are happy to be welcoming Taper's Choice to Denver for an evening of music and conversation at the Larimer Lounge. Brian and myself will be interviewing the band. They will play a special set of music for the crowd, and this is going to be an awesome event for Night Zero at Dick's, uh, or if you're just in Denver, but come on. You're going, there, you're going to Dick's. The night before, come see us. Come seek Taper's section at the Larimer Lounge. Uh, for tickets, go to osirispod.com slash Denver. That is going to be really fun. I'm very excited. Very excited. Yeah, I'm pretty jealous. I'm excited to hear it, though. Yeah, I wish you were going to be there. That would be right. I know. Uh, I know. What can we do? Next Life time. happens. Uh, we should probably tell everybody to subscribe to Osiris Media on Apple for HFPod Premium. HF, what is HFPOD Premium? What happens with well, that, Megan? What's great about it is that, you know, this show is free, right? We put out this content for free. So if you really like this content and you want to support what we do for the price of one coffee a month, you can subscribe to Apple, to Osiris Premium on Apple, and you're going to get premium content ad-free. These conversations are awesome. They're really loose. They're really casual. We go kind of deep. We get kind of intimate. We talk about things that we don't have time to talk about on the pod. There's no outline. Bonus episodes, right? Yeah, exactly. Like these are awesome premium content that you can't get if you're not a premium member. So please subscribe. It's a great way to support the pod and support independent podcasting. Another great way to support the pod, by the way, is to leave a review, like rate and review. Uh, helps other people find the show. I mean, it seems like people are finding it, but, you know, there, there could always be somebody who's searching and wants to know, is that any good? Yeah, we'll and that's a free out. way to support the pod, too. We don't have as many reviews as I think we should. So if you like the pod, it takes two seconds. Go on Apple and just give us a review. Yeah, if, if bonus points if you go back and you find my review and quote it in <laughs> The chat's over there for me. I don't know where it is for you guys. But yeah, me too. I've done a review too. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's from a long time ago though. So. That's awesome. Uh, you um, can really scroll back. All right. Uh, let's, uh, should we bring our guests on? Let's do it. Let's right, do it. Let's do that. We have Mr. Scotty King coming back. Hey, Scotty. Hey, everybody. Good Welcome. to be back. So good to see you. You were here after Pine Knob, right? That's correct. Awesome. So now you get to talk about a fair weather show, which is great. Indeed. Yep. <laughs> and we also have Malcolm Howard. Hi, Malcolm. Welcome. Malcolm had just had a birthday Thank show you. last night. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I am rough. <laughs> <laughs> you look well, though. It's yeah, you look right. great. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, guys, uh, thank you for joining us. Very excited to hear all about this show. I listened to it some last night and some today, and uh, it seemed pretty good. Should we get right down to it? Sure let's thing. Get to it. Yeah, let's go. Megan, um, you want to tell us about our sponsor for this first segment, the vibe of the show? Absolutely. This is one of my favorite companies. It's Section 119. I was wearing some Section 119 in Atlantic City by the pool before the show. I was wearing some Section 119 when I filmed a little promo for our episode yesterday. They are the best. And they just released a bunch of women's activewear, which is it's just amazing stuff. Really great quality. And if you don't know them, you should check them out. They are the premier apparel brand where many fans can shop to represent their favorite brand in everyday life. They've got sophisticated designs and really great quality. They also offer donut-inspired button-down shirts, board shorts, dry-fit polos and hoodies, and lots of other awesome clothing pieces. So check them out. You can use the code SUMMER22, and you're going to get 20% discount off your purchase. So you're going to love your new gear. Check it out. It's um, summer 22 for 20% off of section 119. All right. So let's talk about the vibe of the show. Uh, Malcolm, it's your birthday. Why don't you uh, kick, kick this off? Tell us uh, about the vibe. It sounds like you might have had a, a particular unique experience uh, being a birthday show. Yeah. Tell us how things were getting in, being in, being in Toronto. Because I know you've been on the, on the road for a little bit, right? Absolutely. Started this thing in Maine and I'm going to complete this year one way or another. So uh, (laughs) I'm going to just say that I could not have picked a better city to have a birthday in. Uh, The people of Toronto are Toronto. I keep saying I put that extra T and I'm going to get killed by all the the folks here. Um, We're not only gracious, um, the venue was well run. Uh, The Mm -hmm. early entry was actually pleasant. Everybody was um, very, very upbeat. I had a silly shirt on that had my face on it and said, if you're with this guy, you're probably having a good time. So everybody <laughs> in line that heard heard this is probably saying, yes, we had a good time. We had one of the best pre-show vibes I've ever seen. So I can say Toronto, Toronto is one of the places that will be back. That's always one. a good feeling. That's oh, such that's a nice good. feeling. Scotty, how about you? So yeah, uh, Toronto is as close to a hometown show as I get. I'm from about two hours uh, just south of Toronto, halfway between Detroit and Toronto. Uh, but uh, always nice to get back to TO for a show. It is a different vibe. Uh, it, it, the lot, you know, it, there's no shakedown it, per se. There's uh, a lot of the kids that are on the American tour don't make it up necessarily to this show. Uh, but that doesn't mean there's not still a good time going on the lot. This was the anti-pine knob for me. Uh, yeah. uh, it, you know, it was a bluebird, a sunshiny day, just perfect temperatures. Uh, and uh, and then it was so easy just to start. In fact, we just congregated in a massive group of really old friends that have, have been doing this for 20, 30 years plus, all found each other just like we did back in the day counted the new gray hairs in our beards, you know, uh, shared some <laughs> smiles and laughs, but it was just, it was an absolutely effortless day for, for us. You know, we found everybody lickety split. The only drag about Toronto is always the traffic and it's, it's, it is what it is. It's a poorly designed city, but, uh, once you get over that and you get into the lot, it was great. And, uh, the big story for me is, uh, floors for the first time. I think we figured out since Rochester in 99, I was, 
not on the rail, but about four back. And uh, I jokingly said on the way in, it felt maybe like a, a communion uh, sort of it, but communion became reunion very quickly. And I started to see nice. some faces and uh, just even turning backwards and making eye contact and willing people, oh, there you are. And there you are. I was just, we were, we were just thrilled to be where we were. And, uh, and I think it really shows in this show, just there's a, there's a super fun, positive vibe that just permeates everything that happened last night from the band to the fans. Uh, it was a very joyous show. Outstanding. That's the best feeling. I feel like that's often the way it is when there's like an out of the way show, you know, it's got just like a special kind of feeling to it. And everybody feels kind of excited to be there in a way that you don't get on a, on a regular stop. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, nice. I, I mean, they hadn't been back since 2019, right? First 4.0 show in Canada. Yeah. And it's an international stop. Like we, we are a different country. Mm-hmm. We share, you know, the longest undefended border and, and there, there are some similarities. Um, there's a lot of people that get to this show that don't get to go to other shows and haven't been able yeah. to in years, especially in the most, you know, recent developments. Um, but also, yeah, it's, it's, it's fresh faces. It's, it's a fresh vibe and, uh, and everybody's just thrilled to be there. We're getting so many comments about how nice everybody was in the pit and just in general <laughs> in, in Toronto. So you're living up to your reputation for sure. We try. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's talk about set one uh, because shoot, there's a lot to talk about. I think um, it looked like it looks like a pretty good set on paper. It sounds pretty good to me sitting here at the house. I got my couch tour shirt on. Um, <laughs> it was uh, it, it was great. I thought, and I'd like to hear your thoughts, Malcolm. Let's go back to you uh, and tell us about your highlight or highlights, if you will, uh, from set one. So if you go back and look, maybe the last three, um, last, I believe last year it was eight eleven. Um, but if you look at my birthday, there's generally a wombat. And no so, way. yes. And guess what we got? So I was very excited <laughs> about that. Um, uh, not only because I wanted to hear it, but, it was new, right? We haven't heard it on tour. So that was always something that helps out as well. So that was one of the highlights. I think the other big thing that I just remember was how happy the band seemed to be playing when they first walked on. You know, it didn't seem like it was a sweat. And you would think that this would have been a sweat. You had to come to Canada. You've got to get set up. You've got to play. And it felt like pure joy that first set so all i can say is thank you for my birthday wombat (laughs) oh that's awesome yeah i was just looking back that's crazy they played it on the 11th hershey park last year i was there for that that was awesome that was the you sexy wombat and then again on the 10th and uh coastal credit union in 2018 wow you have a good run with this birthday wombat i do i hope it never ends but i'm sure it will (laughs) Yeah, it was one of the longer gaps uh, other mm-hmm. than it's tied with 20 years later and other than don't death don't hurt very long. Uh, uh, everything else had a pretty short gap, which we should probably get into, but we, we can we can we'll come around to it. Uh, Scotty, what uh, what was your first set highlight? Um, yeah, I mean, right from the get go, like we said, big smiles, the summer of Sigma Oasis continues and, uh, there's that Sigma right off the bat and everybody was pretty happy to see that an absolute butter 
uh, segue into Blaze On. Like that was just such a nice little 20 minute chunk right off the hop. Got everybody in a good mood. We all had our nice shades on. It was, it, it really, it really hit uh, that way. Um, nice steam, nice, nice, you know, groovy, get down steam. Uh, my wife was at the show. She doesn't always come to shows with me, but uh, you know, my sweet one for my sweet one was right there. And that, that brought a smile to everybody's face, but I got to say the theme is really going to be my my highlight point of of that first set uh, because I I love theme I love hearing it live, and then there's that little moment. It's been happening a lot in the second quarter of shows this summer where we got that weird jam in that slot. Not even weird. It was beautiful. It was just like like they just kept interplaying back and forth. They played with the theme of theme, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and and everybody around me. It was that first sort of you know elbow up moment. Like oh oh oh. Big smiles, big smiles all around. Yeah. And then as they begin to work their way back to the dude and that bad, for that second time, it was just, oh, that was, that was, that was the moment I felt really felt that the crowd just go, Wah! and we got that, that big rise. So theme, another stash for me this summer. Fantastic. Uh, again, always, always solid. And then, uh, and then we'll, we'll dance it out with sand, baby. Like that. I, I, I think that's just a rock solid first set all around. I, I got to agree. Megan, you, were you listening last night or did you catch it all this morning? I listened back this morning, which is always not as much fun because you're kind of like somewhat distracted. But I always go back and listen to the parts that I want to make sure that I really catch. And I was really clued into that Sigma Oasis segue like you were talking about, Scotty. It's similar to the Great Woods Night 2 when they play Caridian to Blaze On, where they're playing the jam and Trey just starts singing Blaze On over the jam. So they actually then like slowly it turns into Blaze On. And I think this is like my new favorite thing. It's just really cool way to start Blaze On. It's just, it get, it's kind of like wakes you up from that jam space that you're in and you're kind of like, whoa, what's happening? This is awesome. And I think it's really neat how they're doing that. This is I call this the summer of the Segway. They're really nailing these and doing like really interesting things with these Segways. I think, yeah, anytime you get a My Sweet One, it's not played that often. I've only heard one and it was in 1997. So, you know, I think wow. anytime you get one, it's pretty special. And yeah, I think that my highlight though is the stash and the sand. I think stash is just, you know, they're playing it a lot which means they're having fun playing it. And, you know, you hear that first taste of Fishman's effects in the intro and it gets to just a really, really beautiful place about eight minutes in. And then it just kind of seamlessly heads back into the song. And I also really like the sand too. You know, Trey trying this like singing higher. He was doing it a lot last night and it's interesting that he's playing with this and kind of working with it a lot. I heard it more last night than in any other show. He started to do a little bit more in Atlantic City and now you can really hear it. Um, But just great host to end the set too. So I really liked the end of the set. Um, But yeah, I thought the whole set was fun. Yeah. I do have to give a a quick shout out to to my sweet one again for another amazing moment where she literally knew the exact perfect time in that set to duck out and she came back and like again in this in this, <laughs> in this in this in this moment of of like everything coming together perfectly i said i looked at the poster before the show and i'm like that is one of the best posters of this tour if not in forever it was a beautiful mm-hmm. poster Very but cool poster. i said i'm pri- i am prioritizing social today if we don't get to merge yeah. no problem and she came back and she had the tube and i'm just like oh, my sweet one you uh-huh. did it again oh. you know me so well so <laughs> I, awesome. I have to have to give a shout out there too that's awesome. Yeah, I um I'm gonna go ahead and 
acknowledge that I made the easiest call uh, for the night yesterday you on did. the show. I said, yeah, they'll play Sigma Oasis. And I told somebody else on Twitter, yeah, they'll definitely play it. Because, of course, it, it is the theme of the summer so far. And even when they don't play it, they jam it. Um, but, of course, then they just <laughs> open the show with it and a nice version of it. Um, I'm kind of at a toss-up for my my pick of the set between the beautiful jam and theme or the beautiful jam and stash. They were similar spaces. Um, mm. Love both of those songs. I don't really know which to call for. So I just, I'm going to call for the beautiful jam as my highlight of the show. And you have to, <laughs> yeah. of the set and you have to figure out which one it is yourself. Um, it could be the highlight of the show too. I felt like there was a lot of beautiful jams in the second set. Maybe, too. maybe, but yeah, we got yeah. some definitely different stuff in the second set, which I, I'm excited to talk about. But we should uh, talk about our set list segment, uh, set break segment, excuse me. Um, and for set break, we like to shout out our sponsors, Sunset Lake CBD. Sunset Lake CBD's line of smokable hemp products are for the old deadhead or the young fish fan searching for a mellow body high. Smoking CBD has all the effects of high THC cannabis without the paranoid, anxious side effects. Uh, nine different strains from this year's harvest. There is a little something for everyone. The Hawaiian Haze is awesome for the outdoor shows. Cherry Abacus is best for the end of the night. And all the flour is grown, cured, and trimmed by Sunset Lake CBD farmers. And even better, Sunset Lake CBD's farm-to-table approach gets you great pricing on premium CBD flour by shipping directly from their farm to your door. I uh, might have just placed an order today, actually. And I uh, they, they turn around so quick, I expect to see it here in no time. They're outstanding, and you can check them out today at www.sunsetlakecbd.com. Use the coupon code HFPOD for 20% off all products. I did. <laughs> Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont grown. All right, so set break. We all have our little rituals. Uh, Scotty talked about yours last time, although I imagine it might have gone a little different. With well, yeah, not well, we didn't have a set break. Well, <laughs> right, because you actually had one uh, this yeah. time. So why don't you tell us about your set break? Uh, set break, bust out. Uh, again, so that, and, and I'm sure that Malcolm had the same experience, but like no trouble getting in or out of where you were back on the floor. So it was shoot up to to the sections of the lawn and see where everybody else was hanging and just try to find people, find people, find people, do what we got to do again, prioritizing the socializing and the hugs and, and just running into people along the way. That was what it was all about for me. And I think by the end of the show, I, I saw 90% of the people I thought I was going to see. So that was fantastic. Um, yeah. Super Very good. Cool. Vibe. How about you, Malcolm? What is your, uh, tell us about your like usual routine and uh, maybe uh, what might've gone down differently last night so this this was a slight change i hadn't been directly on the rail for a few shows um so i was on the rail so um it's always good to do a little stretch so i do a little floor yoga um it's not sanctioned yet i'm trying to get a franchise so if anybody wants to invest give me a call i'm on board uh, <laughs> i do some yoga during set break too so uh and then i took a quick walk to get in a adult beverage and everybody saw my shirt. So during every section I walked through, there was a happy birthday serenade. So I had happy birthday sang to me about 14 times walking back to the floor. And I thank every one of those fans out there for doing that, for making an old man happy that day. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. 
So that was that was pretty much it. That's so great. I skipped my usual set break shower for uh, couch tour last night. Went went with it later on. But uh, uh, Megan, uh, do you have anything to add to our set break scene, or should we dive into? Well, my favorite thing to do on couch tour for set break is have set break cereal. It's just the best. Yeah. Like Good cereal snack, is what I always want after a show. Like, you know, if I can't get pizza, then I'm back in the hotel room usually trying to get cereal from some some way, shape, or form. And so the separate cereals is my move at home. You got to cop the little boxes at breakfast so that you're ready yeah. for the uh... – <laughs> Exactly. I'm always like wandering around like a zombie trying to find milk in the, in the hotel. It's always fun. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's talk about set two. We have some uh, some. I think we have a number of highlights to choose from. Uh, Malcolm, why don't we go back to you and maybe you could tell us about your highlight or highlights from set two. Well, first it was a ripper right from the start, right? So you're going to do a sample yeah. into the you know the down. Um, so that was just that got not only my attention, but that was some serious work that those guys put in there. Um, and I, and I really think it set up something later when you had that weird kind of strange transition into light later a little bit, it was, a, mm-hmm. you know, the 20 years later light, uh, deal. So I sat there and was just in awe of how well they were communicating because those were hardships to turn into both of those songs. And it was like, they were guiding, uh, you know, a tanker and by the port bastard, it was lovely beautiful and it still had dissonance as well so right so you you had that anticipation of getting moving and you knew where you were going but you didn't quite know where you were going and then next thing you know the boat was out to the ocean so it was amazing i love that we should also talk about this that someone um one of our listeners wrote that entree's song list from the stage sample was listed as sample and in parentheses jv any thoughts on the pros from the pros on what that might be referencing? And we have some people that think that might be jam version. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I, I just want to add, I, I came up with this last night. I think we have to officially call these versions of sample jample instead of jample. Uh, oh yeah. Jample. Okay, like can, can we, can we make that a thing? Can we, can for we sure. Can we DM that right jam? now? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, uh, I mean, as fish.net doesn't want to put the word jam after every song mm-hmm. that turns into a jam. Um, yeah. See my Twitter for thoughts on that. Um, not real <laughs> thoughts on that. Um, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good solution. Yeah. Well, uh, Scotty, why don't you tell us about your highlight from the set? Yeah. It And again, I, I, I love sample. It's got a, it's got a special place in my heart for sure. Um, I thought, I don't know about you guys, uh, how closely you were watching it or Malcolm up on the rail, but like right near the end of sample. Um, and actually, uh, you know, Sean Taylor, who just uh, did our, our JP was one of the people I was hanging out with and my oldest tour buddy. So, um, Nice. Mr. Completely was coming there. We heard a little bit of that. And like Fishman's just kind of trying to hit at it. I thought, though, if they were really going to go for it, Fishman's usually pretty aggressive with, like, turning that corner and giving the full drum beat and pulling everybody in. But I thought just for a split second there, we were going to get a Mr. Completely. Uh, but then, of course, it, we, we heard the wibble and the wobble and the warble. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> another disease with a very, very short gap, um, which I'm sure uh, we're beginning to sense that we're not afraid to do some repeats if it if the vibe is right. Mm-hmm. 
uh, of 2022 going on here. And that disease has like three kind of sweets uh, throughout it. Uh, we get sort of our, our typical disease jam outro, and then they kind of modulate and they, they, they hang a little bit. I love that middle portion. When I was listening to it back in the car ride today, I was just like, I mean, at that point, I was probably getting Chris corroded because uh, this is also my first experience uh, being up close with the new bars because they didn't have that in Pine Knob. And like I was mm. mesmerized to say the least, uh, but also just just what a spectacular little little piece right there in the middle. And then, of course, the the outro as, as they're moving forward. Um, other than than that, which is probably the sort of the tent pole jam, then we've, you know, a fun little death don't hurt very long. That's a first for me. Uh, got a little Casbot there, uh, which which was great. 20 years later felt very fitting considering the people mm. I was on the show with. Uh, it has been 20 years later and we are still upside down in so many, so many ways. Uh, but then, you know, I heard the turn toward the dark jam and there it was again, just like last week in Pine Knob. I'm like, we're going to get a little spooky, but the show just felt like too celebratory and positive and And we, we never kind of went down that, that dark hole. Um, but the light really interesting into the light, really interesting out of the light. Uh, mm-hmm. Very patient. Very patient, very like, and this is when I always feel like between that disease jam and that light jam, the band's intercommunication is just four as one all coming together. And that's what was happening in that light. Just listening, 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 creating a space, creating a mood. Uh, really beautiful. I, I probably hugged about 20 people during that one. It just, it just felt like that kind of a moment. And then, I, you know, Megan, you're you're the funk master here. You know. <laughs> now, I, 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 do, I do. Sorry, I got to tell this a funny story about the bouncing too, because uh, and a last shout out to my wife. But so the bouncing hits. This is my second bouncing in two weeks. We know what it's there for. It's a sentimental pick. It's a sing along. It's it's you know to kind of reengage. Sorry, Brad. It's a great or, song. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. And so, um, anyway. My wife turns to me, she's like, why do all you fish nerds look so glum right now? <laughs> we're like, we're not, we're, we're happy. We're just kind of, you know, we're in that middle point waiting to get back to things. Uh, and then they dropped the 2001 and the dance party started and the serious, like the pit was awesome. And then when you turn it into sneak and Sally, that's one of my, uh, that's one of my favorite movies. Are you kidding me? Like just, and I don't, I feel like we haven't seen it that much. Like I really I feel like that was more of a treat than people think or remember it to be, but it, it's so nice to be there for it. Take it out with the summer free, like somebody mentioned in the comments there before again, and yeah. complete celebratory version, not the the big free like we got earlier, but still, what a nice way to uh, what a nice way to cap things off. Again, attendance bias admitted, having the best time, but like this show, I think is going to be remembered as as a. a really joyous show uh a solid solid you know b plus without any sort of totally innovative stuff but just totally representative of where the band was right now and just how happy they are right now they look great they all look like they're having a blast um i i want to go back to you malcolm and get your uh concurrence i i I expect on this uh late uh set to dance party because that's what it seemed like it was to me Mm-hmm. I can tell you not only was it a dance party, people were moving. I mean, the rail was shaking. 
I turned around just to just take a take stock of what I was witnessing and look at my, the world's largest birthday party, right? <laughs> and I've not seen people moving like that in a long time. People were were feeling it. The 2001, I mean, people were just, I, I mean, I can't even imagine. I, I think people went to choreography school before they got on that floor. Last night. <laughs> like it was, we it, we were getting down, and so I will say the dance party was the best eruption, especially. And I do concur. We, you know, the bouncing around the room was fine, um, but once we kicked it into overdrive, I mean, I, I had to do a little icing today. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I feel like 2001 and Sneak and Sally, I could hear at every single show because I love to dance and because they are just always rip. And I feel like that moment of seeing adults, like big body movements, dancing as hard as they can, totally absorbed in the moment, not looking at their phones, not worried, like engaged in like communal joy. I don't think we, maybe we do, but realize like how rare this is. I think that so many people in my life are surprised that I spend so much time having fun. And I think (laughs) that we as a community have a lot of fun and we experience a lot of joy and that is such a gift and it's so rare actually. And I think that's why the world is such a shithole right now because like we don't engage in joy together. And so I feel like those moments when you're actually like dancing together, you actually get to feel that the power of that. So I think that's awesome. I'm so glad you guys had that last night. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and Megan, why don't you uh, talk to us about your highlight of the set? Yeah, I thought this it. set was really cool. It, you know, it, it wasn't actually. I thought this set was cool. It had a really, really great flow from like sample through disease through death don't hurt very long 20 years later into light. Similar to the Raleigh show in that starting in like kind of darker vibe and getting towards the light in a way that was really – that adds like a really nice thematic feel to the set in a way that's really special and kind of stands out. I really, really loved this light. You know, it's only 11 minutes, a little over 11 minutes, but Paige sounds incredible on the piano. The jam is really pretty, but interesting too. It's not just kind of blissy. It's really got some nice textures. And I I thought the fading into bouncing, like I listened to it like three times today because it's just super interesting how they move into bouncing in a way that I've never heard them do before. So I thought that light was my was my highlight, actually. I'm sure if I was there, it would have been the 2001 Sneak and Sally because I would have been thrown down. But it, wasn't, I mean, it didn't just, quite hit the same in my kitchen, you know? No, no. I definitely <laughs> had some dance parties in my kitchen. Uh, I yeah. I know what's going on in yours. Um, I think that's a great way to turn it up after the bouncing, which I don't object to. Yeah. Either, so uh, I want to shout out this comment down here. Craig Godwin uh lets us know that it was his birthday too yesterday so happy birthday happy birthday yay Uh, um i think i'm a little torn on my highlight i think that the uh the sample jam is awesome like we had the one yeah obviously in 2017 doing it again is so welcome especially as an opener like it, it almost the same trick worked twice, right? You guys yeah. didn't really think they were going to jam it, did you? <laughs> I didn't. And uh, but, I was really yeah. excited to hear the turn. Yeah, I and don't know. The, we, there was speculation, but uh, it, it felt like the right spot to do it. That's for sure. Well, I mean, given that anything can jam this tour, 
Like there's mm-hmm. reason to speculate, but at the same time, it is just sample. So I think the trick kind of worked. Um, I like the darkness that came out of that jam. Uh, of course, our uh, absent co-host Brian tweeted at or texted at us that they were going to take it out to 25 minutes. So we can blame him for it being as short it. as it was. Um, <laughs> but it was still very quality. Disease Jam was great, and uh, the end of the death don't hurt very long. I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of stuck. I like this whole set so much. I actually think my favorite part is probably the transition that should have a on fish.net a proper arrow from light into bouncing because I mm. love the way mm. they turned the corner and you can hear the first chords of the bouncing so cool. uh, progression. And if you're listening to it on live fish, this is before it tracks over to bouncing. You can hear Trey playing it. It almost sounds a little, the tempo is not quite right. So it sounds almost like two versions of me. But yeah. It's, it's, definitely the bouncing chords and then uh and then they they go right in and ah, so cool uh a jam into bouncing is something that should happen more frequently uh, a jam out of bouncing is something that definitely should happen too but yeah I'm thinking of time <laughs> just um, just sandwich it in jams Great free, uh, also another really good one to close it. And, you know, we didn't really read these set lists this time, so everybody go look at the internet and find your set lists. Uh, but uh, a good encore. Santos is really taking up the old Character Zero slot uh, mm-hmm. wherever the, wherever it can, which I think is fine and good, don't you guys think? Don't you feel like like both the Lomboy and the Santos are both very clear signs that the band is happy, that the band is having a good time? Uh, as soon as the chairman of the board yeah. step, steps out, you know, there's that yeah. that instant sort of moment. Like, no, that that's we're showing you that we're having a good time. We're we're doing we're doing our fun stuff. And 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 Santos is a very celebratory song and a great way to end things. Right? Like everybody yells, everybody cheers. It's it's their way of, of saying we had a good time, I think. Yeah, it's an exclamation point. I also just wanted to say about that Free, I love where Free's been going lately. They've just been taking it to this really soulful, funky space, and I think that's been really fun. Every time they play it now, I'm, like, excited about what's coming after. Yeah, they've all been good so far. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of brings me back to this thinking about the uh, the shorter gaps on this tour um, you know, Malcolm, I know you've been on a lot of this tour, um, and I'm seeing the discussion on Twitter kind of go towards, uh, you know, I saw somebody complain about, uh, stash when they started stash last night, he was like, Oh, 12th stash of tour. And, uh, so of course I went on the internet and did some math and figured out it was only the fourth stash of tour. I knew 12th was wrong um, but in 19 shows. Yeah. Four stashes. Um, I'll take that any day. It's not bad, especially as like the Philly stash, they Trey stumbled on the intro riff, but then they yeah. made a good version, right? And every other version has been good to great, I think. Uh feel free to disagree. No, I, I'm gonna say good to you know, amazing, right? So right. let's, Agreed. you know, let's, you know, I, I find the discussion over repeats, especially since, you know, I've seen every show this year so far. So, you know, if you don't want to hear a repeat, 
I, I don't quite understand the argument because it's always about the mood and placement of a song, not the repetitive nature of hearing it because the song is going to be different just by definition, fish is playing it. That's going to be a little different than you've ever heard it. So why don't you just sit back and enjoy what you get? Because if we keep trying to chase this, you know, great thing that we had at the Baker's dozen, it's eventually going to backfire on us. Right. And right. so let's just enjoy what we have. And if they want to play five stashes, they want to play a hundred. If it was the 12 stash, I still would have jammed out to it. Let's put it that I way. I mean, if they're going to yes. play them this well every time, who are we to complain? Yeah. And never yep. forget that somebody in that audience is getting their first stash in a very long time and is absolutely right. fucking thrilled Yes. To be seeing it, right? Like exactly. we I, I did a lot of meditating on this being as close as I was last night to how I've experienced fish largely in the last, you know, five years even, which is a lot of couch tour, a lot of mm-hmm. listening, right? Uh, but not so much being up close. And when you're in that position where you're you're doing a lot of you know, armchair quarterbacking, there is a tendency to start falling into like, you know keeping tallies and, and, and against each other. But I'm here to tell anybody out there in Fishland, all it takes is one show to get back and, and, and get back in the groove and all of your complaining will just simply melt away and you won't care that you've heard your second stash in, in, yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Right. Um, And I, and there's a real tendency to sort of get lost in that, but hopefully, hopefully all the complainers get the shows and get smiles on their faces at some point. Well, yeah, also I mean, remember, please. that's people's, some people's first show ever. Like, that's the first time, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. yep. You yeah. know, yep. so I don't want to take anybody's joy away. So if I have to go through a repeat and still just be happy, what's wrong with it? Yeah, and the way that they're playing right now, like, they can play whatever they want because they're just playing at such a high level. And I think if we uh, took a survey, we wouldn't find a lot of people. There were there were certainly some Malcolm being one of them, who were at AC one, and also in Toronto. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, there's there's definitely people who are doing all these shows or doing big blocks of these shows, and it's going to happen. But keeping this as impressive, or I said in the chat, you know, having a tight rotation of songs allows them to play them super well, and uh, yeah. that's that's what they're doing. And uh, they're still drop. I mean, they've still played uh, like 215, 220 different songs this year so far. Uh, this tour is, that's another thing. While I was counting, um, I noticed that as of last night, 19 shows, that is the full length of the 97 summer tour, which was kind of, I had that tab open because we were talking about a 97 mm-hmm. show yesterday, um, including the Great Went. So, you know, and they've still got shows ahead. So repeats are going to happen. Um, some of these shows have a average gap. And if somebody doesn't, if you don't know what the average gap means, it means, you know, the gap between the individual songs is tallied and then average for the number of songs. So average gap, like last night was nine points, something or other, uh, 9.2. But we still have shows with an average gap of a 20 something or a And that's actually a lot. Like no other bands are playing, you know, to over 200 songs in a year and people are complaining about repeats like we're just right. an insane fan base you know it's just completely <laughs> <We are>. ins- <laughs> <laughs> you think about that's, it 
Yeah. That's a good button on this segment, I think. Um, we are an insane <laughs> fan base. Um, so we have one more segment, and it's the lasting highlight of the show. And this is brought to us by Fans for Racial Equity. And uh, Malcolm, you uh, do some work with uh, Free. Could you want to tell us a bit about that? Sure. Well, first, I'm going to say um, thank you for all those people who have come out on tour. We've been tabling at every show except Toronto, even though we did have a local partner. Um, we just weren't equipped to get stuff here. Um, but I really want to thank our fan base. Fans for Equity is, has pivoted over the last couple of years now that we've become a nonprofit to really try to get fans where they live to get involved in some social equity and racial equity organizations where they live. And the way we figure is that if we make our homes better, we're only going to be better when we're in our community on tour and we're, we're, when we're together. So instead of leaving balloons and trash, which is nice that we didn't have to see that in Toronto, let's leave each one of these communities a little better. And we left Toronto, fish fans left Toronto a little better by donating to the Black Legal Action Center here in Toronto. And we're going to make that impact wherever this band plays because we want to be invited back and we want to make those communities strong. So I would say thank you to all of our fans for a great summer. Thank, thank you, you for all the work you've been doing, Malcolm. And thank you to Free. Thank you. So uh, while we've got you, while you've got the mic, why don't you tell us what you think will be the lasting highlight of this show, the kind of the, the thing that you or others were likely to go back to in about five years or so? I think the lasting impact of the show is going to really be that second set. And I could see that second set getting me through that tough late night drive in about five years when I'm 55 instead of 50. <laughs> and that set really reigniting me and pushing me through. So I think the lasting uh, I'm definitely going to, that sample is going to be stuck in my head for so long and it's going to be the go-to um, once I get this, uh, this show's back in the rotation. Yeah, certainly, uh, you know, it has kind of extra reason to be special for you as a birthday show. So I, <laughs> I imagine you'll, you'll keep this one saved locally as, for a while. Um, yes. Scotty, what about you? Yeah, I think back to, uh, it, Osiris Pod uh, host David Goldstein uh, often refers to a uh, barbecue show uh, as <laughs> one that you can just throw on on a Sunday afternoon uh, yes. and like, run start to finish in the sunshine. Uh, this this is a classic uh, fish barbecue show. Top top notch playing all around. Very very few gaps and, and surprises along the way. Uh, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna dig down, like I I think at the end of this tour, I'm gonna make a playlist up that's going to be all called first set jams uh, so that they don't get buried by some of the second set jams, but like there have been. And so in that spirit, I'm definitely going to go back to that theme uh, as, as both a highlight and something I'm going to re-listen to. And I need one more good solid. I'm not in a car or standing in front of it, run at that DWD. Uh, in fact, the sample right into the DWD uh, is, is probably going to be a, a late night turn for me. Um, yeah, that that's gonna be mind, and uh, that's your highlight. Well, I yeah, love you that. know this uh, this show does have a little bit of everything. The Fishnet stats page shows the average debut year being two thousand one, which really means that the songs kind of span the full breadth of the of the career for the mm -hmm. band, which is which is pretty rad. 
Megan, what is your uh, lasting highlight of this show? Well, I think what you were saying, Scott, is, is really interesting because I think it is kind of a show where there's not one moment that like pops out at you. You know, there's not like a 30 minute down with disease. There's not, you know, this tweets are fast or something. So I do think it's kind of like an easy listening in that sense of where you're going to put it on and you're not going to be, yeah, out by the barbecue and somebody's going to be like, whoa, where's this going? You know, you're not going to be like freaking people out when you're playing it. Um, but I really like the beginning of the second set. I think the whole sample through uh, light is just a really, really great flow and has a nice kind of consistent feeling to it. And I really like that thematic move. And um, Scotty, I'll take your uh, first set jams playlist. So when you finish that up, you can uh, yeah, forward it, it my over. way. So please send it. it over. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jonathan? What's yours? Oh, I don't know. It's probably it's probably going to be that sample uh, disease, death. It's the second set. The whole set is really just, <laughs> yeah. it's got good flow. Um, mm -hmm. and it's, you know, definitely one you could just put on and enjoy. So I, I look forward to doing that. Uh, and I will probably be doing that. Honestly, I'll probably be doing that this afternoon. <laughs> 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 so, it's a good one. Uh, anybody got any, uh, final lasting thoughts, final thoughts you want to, you want to lob out there about where the band is, what's coming up at Alpine or, uh. Or, or, or what you've seen? I think there's a lot of I'd game like everybody to come. Haven't heard. There's a lot of game hinge, and there's a lot of time to come out and st still get to see your friends that you haven't seen. So stop by, and if you see me, come by. I'm a hugger, so feel free to give me a hug. Awesome. Yeah, I would say uh, safe travels up to Alpine for everybody that, that's making that big trek. Probably already started it. Uh, you just and, mean the hill, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, for what is likely to have a few bangers still to come and uh, have a good good rest of the tour. Uh, that'll be it for me for the summer, but uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what these December rumors uh, shake down and uh, maybe maybe we might get one more in in, in 2022. We shall. Yeah, yeah fingers I, crossed. I, I love the idea of the December rumors, but you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I think that Alpine is in for it. We'll see some repeats given and it'll all be good stuff i think they'll get some good jams maybe they'll get some sneaky you didn't think that would jam sort of jams hope so hope seems so. to be the theme this summer yeah yeah so. all right guys malcolm scotty thank you so much for joining us and so sharing much. your experience with us uh thank you malcolm you be at dicks I will be at every show at least through the end of the year. I cannot say what will happen in the future. I may have to take a few time, uh, some time off of touring, but I don't plan on it right now. But at least through the end of the year, you're stuck with me, folks. Well, hopefully well, there's a fall to tour. I'll, I'll find you. <laughs> Outstanding. Awesome. Right, y'all take Thanks, it easy. Malcolm. Thanks, Scotty. Thank you. Great to talk to you guys again. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Well, um, I think we did it. Did we? Yay, do it? we did it. Yeah. I did think we get so. all of the things? I know there's. I think stuff we got we need... all the things. Yeah, we just have to talk about our next show, which is on Saturday, right? Uh, yes. I, I, Friday I, recap. Everybody here should know by now that I'm really bad at calendars. So yes, I think that's <laughs> right though. Uh, if you're in Milwaukee and don't know what you're doing, I don't know why you wouldn't, but don't know what you're doing tonight. Make sure you go to the Cooperage.
and check out Riley Walker and RJ and Brian will be interviewing him. So do that if you're there. Why not? Um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Do that. Have a great time at Alpine. I'm jealous too. I wish I was there. The weather looks beautiful. And uh, yeah, we'll see everybody on Saturday at at one o'clock for our recap. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you, Megan. This was fun. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye, y'all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.